Hello, everyone. This is Daniel. Um, this is my first podcast, and I'm here with my nephew, Renee. How's it going? So um, before we kind of get started, just want to give you a little backdrop uh, story about why I'm actually starting to do this podcast and uh, who actually uh, initiated and pushed me kind of to, to do a podcast. Um, let me start first with... Um, my name is Daniel Martinez. I'm 43. I'm married uh, over 17 years, have four children. My oldest is 22. Um, uh, my next one is 16. I have a nine and a seven-year-old, soon to be eight. Um, I was born and raised in San Antonio, the slums of San Antonio. Slums. Um, you know, the whole saying, from the pit to the palace, I think that's where I'm at right now. And um, so... Uh, I moved to San Marcos where I met my wife, started uh, going to Texas State University. At that time, it was Southwest University, uh, majoring in uh, business management and then uh, ended up getting into management. So that's what I'm still doing now. Um, along the way, you know, uh, I've come to know Christ and my life has changed. So what kind of I guess nudged or pushed me to wanting to to get my voice out was um, the calling that I have in my life um, and just what's happening right now in, in this world. So uh, sharing that with my family members, my sister-in-law, my nephew Renee here, you know, just letting them know there's a message that I have. Uh, I can't pinpoint what that message is right now. Um, I did title this podcast Abundant Life. Yep. You know, I, I think we all desire to live uh, an abundant life. Mm -hmm. and, and what does that look like? And what is that? You know, and those are still questions I have for myself and, um, you know, shared with my family that I have a message. Don't know what it is. I know I want to share it. Yeah. I want to get it out. Um, and of course, Renee here was like, hey, let's do a podca podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, um, he's very uh, tech savvy. I'm not. You know, I'm kind of old Somewhat. school. <laughs> I didn't even know where to start. So when he said that, that, that kind of sparked me. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And um, and I know one thing I've learned with, uh, with life in general is always take a leap of faith. You're not going to learn something uh, by sitting on the sidelines and just wondering. You know, yeah. I'm that type of person that uh, does not want to live a what if life. You know, what if I did this and what if I did that? Uh, what if I join the military or whatnot. So I, I've always been that type of person to jump all in and, and go for it. So yeah, here I am right now, um, going for it, trying to get that message out um, and, and see what comes forth. And so I think the first thing that came to my mind, even what to title this message um, or this episode, so to speak, was, was abundant life. Um, you know, we're, going through some tough times we're all experiencing yeah. you know um in regards to covid mental um, health, mental health uh, politics and um everyone is experiencing just uh something unique i'm sure uh, in this day and age um and so i felt like hey there's a message that i want to give out you know it's somewhat it's going to encourage somebody inspire somebody and also just you know be something good for me to get out um, so let's see where we go today. Um, awesome. let's see what, uh, God re reveals to me and, and I can put forth. Um, one of the things I do know is that, um, that 
that drives me every day. And my big why is, is my family. Um, like I said, I've been married 17 years, uh, been with my wife over 22 years. So, um, it's just uh, one thing that, you know, started when I was young, um, being raised, as I said, I was from San Antonio from the slums and mm -hmm. literally, it was, you know, the projects and seeing that lifestyle growing up in that type of lifestyle, knowing this is not the life I want, you yeah. know, this is not the life that I want to uh, live in as I get older with, you know, having a family. So I, I made that vow to myself to uh, be better, do something better. So the, the initial thing was to go to college. Yeah. So I was a sports fanatic, football, basketball, track. And so I used that to, to you know, do well in school and that built my confidence as I got uh, older into high school, um, you know, being able to be on a varsity team, you know, experience wins and of course some losses that, that build character. But definitely, um, my goal was to go to university and and play some type of collegiate uh, sport, yeah. basketball or football. And um, I, I was able to experience being able to try out for Texas State um officially made like the first part of the team but you know being that i didn't have parents who had money yeah. to pay for my college i had to pretty much work pay for it yeah. myself um and and try to practice at the same time and i got to a crossroads where what am i going to do now do i go full-time with just football and, and give up you know, yeah, not yeah. having a place to live, not having a vehicle and <laughs> yeah. food to eat. You know, I, I couldn't uh, get any financial aid because um, the government said my parents made too much to get financial aid, but they didn't make enough to pay. Oh, so yeah, right in the middle ground there. So I ended up working full time, going to school full time and pretty much put sports, uh, you know, behind me. Yeah. Um, and I think like everyone else, you just, I started getting into the grind, yeah. working, you know, met, met my wife there at, at Texas state and it was just work, home, work, life. And, and throughout those years of kind of going through that, I hit a wall of like, man, what is this life about? Yeah. I know this ain't just life. I want to experience something more. Um, and, you know, it was back in uh, 99 um, when I went to Texas State. And then in 2009 is where it was all going to fall and tumble. You know, I was going to yeah. I was in the making of getting a divorce. Um, at that time, I had uh, my two older kids. Yeah. Um, Avery and Aiden. My At that time, oh gosh, I don't even know the ages. But it was in 2009 when I made the decision to... Uh, give my life over to Christ and let him lead me to to something that I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. But like I said, the type of person I am is that I'm going to go all in and and always try. And, yeah. um, and here I am now. Uh, I like to say, you know, pit to the palace. And it's a mind frame. It's not about monetary things or actually having physical um, a palace or, you know, the finer things in life. Yeah. It's a mindset for me, uh, knowing that I'm alive, I'm healthy. Mm -hmm. um, God has changed my life. He's 
changed my marriage. Now it's a blessed marriage, a blessed life with beautiful kids. And, and uh, the way I see it is now I'm living in yeah. a palace. Um, <clears throat> would you say that's like, you know, abundant, you would say? I would, in yeah, abundance. definitely. I, I would say that's an abundance yeah. life. Um, and, and I think abundance, um, I don't have an exact definition, yeah. but I don't think there's a cap yeah. to it. Because it can come in many forms, it, not it, just yeah, one. Definitely many forms. I don't think you could put a limit to it. Um, you know, what I may think rich means to me could be different to somebody else. That's very true. And it has nothing to do with money. But yeah. some may think, you know, hey, oh, I yeah. have a certain abundance. amount of dollar. I'm rich. You know, and yeah. somebody with with less amount could think they're rich and what is rich to you and what is rich to me could be, you know, two totally different different things and that one's right or wrong. Yeah. Um, but I think in the end, I think everyone is striving to have some type of an abundant life. And what Mm -hmm. does that abundant life look like to you? Yeah. You know, it could be at your job where you're trying to get a higher position. Um, and and how is that going to fit into your lifestyle right now? You know, that could be something that may, uh, give you an abundance of joy, of of peace, of uh, self satisfaction. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the case is, I think it, it's so broad and big and infinite in regards yeah. to abundance that I know right now that the state of the of of where we're at as a country, yeah, as a people, um, from those in the church and those not in the church, mm-hmm. that um, we have a common ground in wanting to have some type of an abundant life. Yeah. And and I would agree to to think that um, joy, having some type of joy or peace, is part of that ingredient oh, of yeah. abundance. I feel like that's like I mean, for me personally, I feel like having a peace of mind and like that's one of the most highest. Right. Like, yeah. Abundant. You know. Yeah. You want to go to bed knowing that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, Definitely. and I know right now the unemployment rate where a lot of people are out of work. Businesses have been shut down. Yeah. Um, a lot of small businesses have been shut down. A lot of people have been furloughed from big corporations and um, their lifestyle uh, has changed drastically for the for the worse, not for the best. You know, yeah. uh, at the end of the day, I'm not wanting to make money sound uh, evil. Yeah. Uh, but we know that famous verse is is the love of money that is the root to all evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but money is a necessity. I do believe that. I do believe money can be a tool. Yeah. Um, just like the country song, money can't bring happiness, but it can buy you a boat. <laughs> you know, it can buy you a car. It can buy you food, shelter, those kind of things. And uh, people being out of work and can't provide for their families. And I know what that feels like. Yeah. So... I was there once, so I know I know what that feels like, and, and I think this is kind of all part of the message of what I want to get out. And I'm sure later on, as I continue to, mm-hmm. you know, to to bring forth the message and, and share on this podcast and future podcast uh, episodes, it it will be more clear and come out a little bit more concise yeah. and pinpoint. Uh, today's goal was just, you know, hey, get it out there. Yeah. Um, speak. That we can all live an abundant life. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I think it's it's accessible to all. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things, too, I've, I've noticed, um, and it's a touchy subject. It's, it's very sensitive, and, and people can get easily offended. But we also have to look at life and realities, and it's kind of face them rather than hide from them. Yeah. Is, is the whole deal with racism. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. um, the whole deal with um, discrimination, um, you know, the systemic racism that's that's that that's the narrative or that's the message that's being said now that people are experiencing, not saying that there's no racism. Yeah. Um, but my goal is, is to bring unity. That's what I feel like. There's yeah, so much division right now. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, and you know, you, you hear about the news, like the mainstream news that mm-hmm. really when you're listening to the news is a lot of bad news. Yeah. It's a lot of negativity, a lot of negativity about what's wrong and, and, what happened bad and yeah you know who died or who got shot or who went to jail or who committed this crime and um my thing is which is is there needs to be more of a balance yeah and you know a, a message of hope mm-hmm. a message of positivity a message of of unity where what are the solutions i've always been you know and it's helped me in management and in my marriage and yeah. you know raising children it's been a trial and error that's for sure um but you know the best uh teacher is experience yeah definitely you know so experience will always teach you uh, at least it should you know when you make a mistake learn from that mistake grow from it and then try to find solutions to be uh better you know be better mm-hmm. tomorrow be a better you yeah. tomorrow and yeah. so that all equates i think going back to abundant life i think you won't be able to live that abundant life um Unless you kind of just go for it, go for life, you know, go for that job that you want, you know, go for that spouse or that significant other that you think, yeah. you know, that's going to bring joy to you or whatever the case is. But um, I just think that positivity needs to flow more out from Definitely. people. And, it, and it's hard to flow out when, you know, somebody might be listening and thinking, man, how can I think or see anything positive if where I'm at at this situation. So yeah. Somebody right now could be out of a job, right? It's true. Um, somebody could have had experienced some type of death in their, in their family, yeah. uh, a, a divorce, um, something significant <laughs> where your emotions, I'm not saying to be a robot, but your emotions are, are there for a reason and you yeah. can feel sad and you can feel sorrow and pain and anger. Uh, but also from that, how are you going to rise above that? You know, how are you yeah. going to, um, turn the negative into a positive. Yeah. And so that to me, it, that is the, that is the puzzle or the pieces to abundant life is, is wherever you're at right now, you know, and in, in, in your life, there has to be some positive yeah. from it and, and looking to find solutions. Yeah. And so that's kind of where, that's how I've been living, you know, day by day. Uh, it's always good to plan ahead. Definitely. But then it's also good to live day by day because you yeah. don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So true. How would you say you have practiced that in your own life, like turning a negative into a positive? And well, I, I've looked at it. So for me, I think I've seen it at work. You know, when yeah. I first started managing, I was 20. Actually, you know, I go back to when I was 17. I was in high school and I applied at uh, Builder Square, which was like, a Home Depot back then yeah. and Home Depot, you know, bought them out or, or um, grew. But anyways, I was there at Builder Square. I was a cashier, 17. And um, I started to just try to be my best. What I what I love so much was sports, right? I told you I played mm-hmm. football. Yep. And so I took that uh, that experience in sports and I took that into my life. 
So I was very competitive and I wanted to be the best on the field. So I practiced every day and I, I read about, you know, better ways to catch a ball or better ways to run faster. And, and so I, I took all that. When I started to work at, at Builder Square as a cashier, I was like, well, what do I got to do to be a great cash, cashier? Yeah. And so at that time, they had a system of, you know, the the best cashiers were usually closer to the uh, loading dock where all the wood is going because mm -hmm. you had to have awareness and see what customers are going through and, you know, things of that nature. And it was very busy at that particular lane. Yeah. And so that was my goal. I was like, I want to be at register 20. I remember it was register 20. That yeah. was like, if you're at register 20, you're making good money. Yeah. Um, and you have more of a leadership role. And so that was my goal, even at 17. So we had, I had, you know, older uh, adults, you know, that were holding that position. So yeah. I've always was that type of person. What, what do I have to do? So I look for solutions, you know, I have the end caps clean and, you know, whatever it was, I, I've always was asking questions. Yeah. I never was afraid to ask questions, never was afraid to take uh, constructive criticism. And so I did that. And whenever I made a mistake, whenever I did get a write up, cause I didn't charge a person the right price or whatnot. I yeah. literally was like, man, I'm going to fix it. You know, cause that's what I learned in the football field. And if yeah. I did the, the wrong block or I ran the wrong route, coach was yelling and screaming at me <laughs> and I wanted to not be on the bench. So yeah. I fixed it right away. So I took that mentality to the workforce and you know, that's where I w was able to learn how to make a negative into a positive. It was a learning lesson. Yeah. And, you know, along the way too, there was a lot of, um, you know, gurus, uh, motivational speakers that yeah. I was just attracted to. And I listened to, and I listened to, and to this day, like I'm listening to certain people. Um, one of my favorites right now is Inky Johnson, if I pronounce it right. Yeah. Um, he had a tragic accident playing football. Oh, and so, um, he had a point in his life where he was going to go to the NFL. Mm -hmm. The last one of his, I think it was his last football game in, in college. He got oh, hurt yeah. severely. Yeah. You sent me a video. Yeah. Man. He got hurt severely and that knocked him off his course of, of being a professional, making millions. Yeah. Wanting to take his family. Cause he was born and raised in the slums of Atlanta, wanting his, take his family out of the projects yeah. into something of a better lifestyle. So I, li I listened to his story and it resonated with me. And I was like, wow, you know, it, there's somebody who I can kind of relate to in regards of taking a negative and, and making it a positive. Yeah. And then he became a motivational speaker and he, he goes on with the story and that really inspired me. And I've always wanted to, to, to talk, you know, and, and preach, so to speak. Yeah. Even before I started, you know, walking with Christ, I had that in me. I was the oldest of two. Mm -hmm. I have a younger sister uh, who's four years younger than me. And then I have my youngest, who's uh, about 11 years younger than me. Yeah. So at that time, you know, um, I was the oldest kind of managing my younger siblings and cooking yeah. for them and cleaning before my mom got home or my yeah. dad and that kind of thing. And uh, it, it just, it inspired me to like, man, I want to uh, motivate people to do better, to be better, you know? Um, and I've always was had a thought of like, I want to have a big family. You know, I want to be a father who's involved with my, you know, and it comes from what I didn't have, mm -hmm. I wanted to give. So mm -hmm. I didn't have a father who went to my games, who went to yeah. my school or wasn't involved. You know, God bless them. They, they didn't know any better, my parents. Um, but 
they weren't involved in any of my educational things. You know, they yeah. went to some games here and there, but just certain things that I, as I was growing up, I didn't have. Yeah. So Definitely. I was like, I want to give to my family and to whoever is in my circle, yeah. the things I, I didn't have. And so, um, you know, this is where I'm at right now. And, yeah. and so it's an accomplishment for me and I'm kind of proud of myself not to be arrogant, That's but good. it's like, you know, it took people, uh, to motivate me, you know, it took you to say, Hey, why don't you do a podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think everything in life is a kind of ordained for you to have that abundant life. Yeah. But it's a matter of like, okay, now take that step, yeah. take that leap just, of faith just and just do it. And if you fail, get back up. Yeah. And if it hurts, a learning lesson, right? you know, yeah, it's definitely a learning lesson. That's why I go back to ex- it, that the best teacher is experience. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if it's a, there's a time to cry, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to play, there's a time to be serious. And you won't know those times unless you walk into those times and just mm-hmm. do it, so to speak. And, and that's where I'm at. That's what I, that's the kind of life I'm living. And, you know, there's contentment and there's a satisfaction. Yeah. Um, I'm content with the life I'm living right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm content, you know, where, where I'm at financially, where I'm at, you know, at my work, where I'm at in my marriage. However, I'm not satisfied. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I'm not satisfied. Right always want more. Always want more. And it's not being greedy. Yeah, it's yeah, just, you know, um, uh, I think you can have more. I think, um, uh, you know, with my Christian upbringing and, um, walking with God, and just studying scriptures and meditating and, yeah. and building my relationship with God. It's my belief that he has allotted for us to have more. Yeah. And what that more is, that's the journey. Mm-hmm. That's the journey because, you know, for his, for somebody else, God may have allotted them to have more money, maybe millions. Yeah. And let's say for me, it's not millions. Maybe it's just a hundred thousands. Yeah. But can we be content in that? And can we still have that abundant life? Where's mm-hmm. your, it's all coming down almost to it, it, not almost, but it is your mindset. Yeah. Mindset. Exactly. You know, so where, where is your mindset? And, and I think there's a lot of people that don't have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so for me, where I'm at now, if I look back, I'm like, man, I wish there was somebody that would kind of pour into me. Mm-hmm. right that would have given me the knowledge that i have right now yeah and so that's what i want to do for my kids and anybody that's willing to listen or just comes around it just happens organically you know yeah, i don't try to force things down people's you know throat but um i think it just i i'm growing myself even being 43 i'm still growing yeah, learning who i am constantly be growing yeah because right? then you become stale yeah and then you become complacent and then i think you know when you're not continually trying to grow then you you stop living an abundant life. Yeah, that's very true. And and you know, I'm not I'm not a doctor or an expert, but I would assume that that kind of living will turn into some type of depression. Yeah. Or people would turn into maybe drugs or partying or mm-hmm. or whatever because they're trying to fill a void that's yeah. in them. They want to experience more. So I feel like, you know, cuz I I went th- down a path, you know, that wasn't, you know, rainbows and sunshine. So yeah. um but I learned through the experience, you know, if I can share a message with somebody that will turn them from maybe suicide yeah. or 
maybe give them hope to know like, Hey, you don't have to divorce your spouse Yeah. or Hey, no, you don't have to abort that baby or no, I know there's racism and maybe that person was racist, to, racist towards you. Yeah. However, turn that into a positive. What yeah. can you do in that workplace or what can, you know? So I feel like there's a message always. And, and I'm just throwing it out there and see what messages come out. And I, I know it'll lead to, to more, um, yeah that's good man i mean i think it's you know always important for us you know to like spread the message of abundance like, yeah it's not just money we can live you know abundantly through our health through our mentality and it's good that you're spreading that and you're teaching it to your family that yeah. way they can teach it to others and it just continues you know what i mean that's 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 growth and so i you know my main goal wasn't to get too scriptural yeah. or too godly. Not that I'm ashamed of the gospel at all. God knows my heart. But also, I, I do know that in the scriptures, God says, um, you know, to the Jew, become a Jew. To the Gentile, become a Gentile. So not everything has to be, you know, scriptural Bible living. Because yeah. not everybody, everyone can experience that. But you can still experience God differently. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. You know, so... I know eventually, yeah, I'm going to probably give some scriptures out. I'll, I'll share yeah. a golly story or whatnot. But I've learned, again, through experience that you don't always have to Bible thump somebody yeah. to get them to see the goodness of God. That's true. You know, confession of Christ, when, when the Bible says confess your sins to one another, right? Mm -hmm. It also says confess uh, Christ and you shall be saved. A confession is not so much just speaking words. Yeah. It is uh, an action. So I can be confessing Christ or confessing the type of person I am by my actions. Yeah. How I live, how I respond to people, how I respond uh, in critical situations. Mm -hmm. And that confession people will see. And I think that will determine, hey, he's got something or she's yeah. got something. I'm kind of interested. And. When you start spreading that, everything from abundant life of love, joy, peace, happiness, mm -hmm. righteousness will start coming forth. And I think you'll start seeing, it sounds so cliche, but I think it's true. You'll start seeing a better world. Yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, the some of the most like genuine people I've met have not said things to me, but actually done things. But, you know, the most genuine people that I've uh, met, if they've uh, showed me actions, and yeah. I would always wonder, like, what's up, what is it about that person? Yeah. You can kind of see it in them, you know? Yeah, actions, you know, speak louder than words. Yeah, there you go. Cliche. I know you've heard people probably heard that, but it's so true because, um, you know, you could take that that experience and, and look at people's actions because they do speak louder than words. Okay. So we were talking about, sorry for a little cutoff there, but uh, we were talking about, you know, actions and how they affect people and how you can see the light in that person and it makes you wonder. Right. Yeah. Actions do speak louder than words. So that's one thing I look at myself. Uh, I'm not perfect. I think no one is. Um, but I still think we can strive to be perfect. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. What does perfect look like? Well, I look at Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. He's perfect. Um, will I hit the mark? Possibly not, you know, in our lifetime. Um, but I think he honors us trying to strive to be perfect like him. Yeah. Um, and in the basics of loving your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. And then we going back to that. So how do you love yourself? Yeah. You know, 
um, if we are not loving ourselves by the actions that we do, you know, um, like you mentioned earlier in regards to your health, yeah, right? Um, you can say you love yourself, but yet you're feeding yourself things that are going to bring harm to your body yeah. in a natural, physical sense. Um, what are the things you're reading, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, are you reading things that are not going to expand your mind or grow your mind? So how can you say you love yourself when you're doing harm to yourself? Yeah. Either by reading wrong things or doing wrong things. So those are all actions. So the actions are not equating to the words that you're speaking, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so actions are powerful. Words are powerful. And Definitely. those are all ingredients to live in that abundant life. Exactly. Um, and, and that's a journey. It is definitely a journey. It's not, there's yeah, not like a, a formula that I think I can share with somebody and be like, Hey, if you did step one, two, and three, mm -hmm. it'll equal abundant life. Definitely. Um, although there may be some ingredients, which could be steps. It's still going to be a journey to walk those out. You got to walk those things out, you know, learning how to be a better person. Let's give you an example. Like I used to cuss a lot. Yeah. Right. And I was, I'm still working on the yelling part. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very passionate, but that doesn't have to equate to yelling to people. Yeah. You know, so I remember when I was in the restaurant business managing, I was a yeller, a screamer and a cusser. Yeah. And I had to learn through experience to like, people are not going to respond that way. Yeah. They're not going to respect me that way. And although I can tell them, you know, hey, I give you a raise here if you do this. But yet if I'm yelling and screaming, they're not going to want to work for me. Yeah. And so that was an experience like, OK, what can I do to express the message that I need to come across yeah. without having to yell? You know, so I worked on that. I looked at myself mm -hmm. so I can do better. I can do better. So that's an ingredient there. And then putting forth the action and the work to be like, OK. And so that journey will take you, you know, further and further as you grow, you know, in marriage, you know, what can I do better to be a better spouse mm -hmm. as a father? What can I do better? You know, things like that. And, and you have to go first. It seems like you'll just naturally go back to your own experiences. Yeah. Be like, oh, what, what did I want when I was a, a young boy? I, what would I want my mom to have done? You know, what mm -hmm. would I want my dad? And then so I look I'm, and I analyze that and I'm like, I'm going to do that for my son. I'm going to do that for my daughter. Yeah. I'm going to do that for them and whatever that is that I didn't have because that to me was love. You can tell me you love me all day, but your actions are saying otherwise, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, it comes down to, I think, back to self. Yeah. Looking yeah. at yourself. And once you start to examine yourself and working on yourself, um, the mindset, your heart being in the right place, mm -hmm. um, then you grow and then you can now start affecting others. Even if it's unintentional, mm -hmm. unintentionally trying to do right, yeah. you will affect people. Um, cause either, however you look at it now, you're affecting somebody yeah, in, in so a negative true. way or positive way. Exactly. And of course I, I know we would all agree. We want to affect people in, in a, a positive, positive way. way. Yeah. yeah. And what does that look like? How do we do that? Um, you know, I think it's honing in to what's good. Yeah. Not focusing on what's bad. Yeah. Um, like I was saying with the news, you know, though I get news is important because you want to get updated on what's happening. Yeah. Um, but we get distracted from what's happening and all the negative stuff mm -hmm. where whatever you focus on will magnify 
So if I'm focusing on negative all day long, mm-hmm. seeing news all day long oh, on yeah. Facebook, Instagram, just looking at, and I get it. There's bad things happening. Yeah, you know, for example, the, the things that are happening in Cuba, Oh yeah. you know, the people are, yeah. they've been experiencing, you know, oppression, but they're at a point where at a breaking point where they're like, no longer, no more. I'm not taking it. Yeah. And so don't get me wrong. I'll look at the news to see what's out there. Yeah. But if I can find somebody who has more knowledge, that is from Cuba or mm-hmm. a family member to get some like some real, you know, insight. real insight about it. You know, that's, that's what you should do. You shouldn't just take everything you hear yeah, face value. Go all that stuff gets reason. distorted. Yeah, it does. Know. It does get distorted. And that's one of the debate, debate of Satan. It's a, it's a, it's a tactic that I've learned yeah. that Satan does. He wants to bring distraction and, and people get distracted by all the bad, and it, that's what brings that division. Yeah. And that's what's going to uh, take away that abundant life. So you're no longer living an abundant life. You're you're living a stressed life, you know, a tired life, a poor life. And mm-hmm. and those things can all change if we just change our focus. Yeah. You know, it's true. I, for me personally, like I maybe a couple of years ago, I was so negative. Like, I felt like it just seeped through into everything. Mm -hmm. Like everything in my life was just negative and like negativity. And it it took like some life events to happen for me to be like, if I keep thinking that way, right. That's all that's going to happen. It's just negativity. And it does happen, right? It it did. And And it did. You see how that's powerful. Yeah. And that experience, you could see like, man, it is powerful. So now flip it. Yeah. Right. I had to change my mind exactly. to start thinking like positive and then stuff started happening. I was like, whoa, this is. Yeah, I've experienced that many times. And, you know, we do get complacent, though. We get comfortable. Yeah, we do. Even in the good stuff and yeah. the positive stuff. Like, oh, man, life is good. Life is abundant <laughs> and yada, yada, yada. And then a wrench gets thrown in. You know, you, yeah. you're getting a car wreck. Mm-hmm. And you're how do you handle it? Yeah. And real simple. You can just focus on the car wreck. Oh, now my insurance premiums went up. Mm-hmm. I have to get a new car because they totaled it. And my back hurts now because of the accident. And, and and then now you're on a snowball effect. Yeah. You're looking at all the negative and all. And, and then you're starting to talk that. Like, man, I never, nothing ever happens. Mm-hmm. And that's a powerful thing to say. Nothing ever, never, nothing good ever happens. You say that. But if you were to write it down and look and see all the good that happened in your life, mm-hmm. you would be like, oh man, I can't believe I said that. Yeah. Why did I even say that? Yeah, you know, true. you'll yeah. have a lot of good and a lot of bad. So for you to say never, or, that's a big word to say, yeah. you know. Because your words have power. My mom always yeah. told me. Oh, yeah. I, did, I always used to, my mom used to, you know. Brush it off. I would brush it off big time. But, you know, I started seeing things in my life. I'm like, wow, my words really do have power. They I, do. They either put me in like a negative state or a positive state. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so true. And, you know, if I could add another, I guess, an ingredient or a step is is writing down or journaling. Journal, you know, that is a very, that's that a very is, powerful tool. Right it there. is a very powerful tool. And I, man, I hate to write. Yeah, um, and since grade school, I <clears throat> so but I've learned, you know, I started journaling and writing journaling and writing down everything a thought process even goals even goals and strategies or even like a confession type one day i'll yeah. journal i'm like man i'm tired i feel sick i'm tired of being tired you know and what's going to happen what's going to change and it's kind of like medicine yeah you kind of release it out to yourself rather than 
releasing it out to people and not saying that's bad either. Cause mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can confess that to a friend, a family member. Yeah. Um, but what I did learn is once you do that, now get out of that state of mind, yeah. that negativity. Now start looking for solutions. Mm-hmm. Why are you tired? Yeah. What are you tired of? What's making you feel this depression? What's making you feel now, once you get those answers, what do you need to do? Yeah. How can I change feeling this way? And if it's that person, you know, after you, let's say it's like, oh, it's so-and-so at work is upsetting me or whatever the case. Now it's like, okay, what can you do to handle that? There's just so many, so many things and journaling and writing down. It's big. Mm-hmm. It's big. And there's some more scientifics behind it, which I don't know in detail, but if you look it up and find out the importance and the scientifics of writing down and journaling, what it does to your mind mm-hmm. and what it, how it, your mind connects to your body. Yeah. You know, I know in the scriptures, I, I don't know exactly. I want to say first John chapter one, somewhere in there, it says, I pray that your body prospers as your soul prospers. I pray that your soul prospers as your body prospers. Yeah. And it may be one of some, but the, I, the whole point of that scripture is, as you're doing well to your body, mm-hmm. you're also going to do well to your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I was telling you, if you're just feeding yourself, you know, and not just physically feeding yourself, mm-hmm. but physically and spiritually. Yeah. And, uh, you know, feeding yourself negativity and bad stuff and eating things that are not good. Your yeah. body's going to feel it. Then your mind's going to feel oh, it. Oh, yeah. And then your world that you're living is going to feel it. You're going to yeah. take that into your work. It's kind of like you, 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 uh you establish establish your reality you exactly. set into motion no like, you oh, do this is not good for me i'm not going to have a positive you know state of mind you, it's absolutely true and that that's probably why you know you know it's it's great that i'm doing this and i appreciate you like kind of like hey let's yeah, do a course. podcast cuz it's helping me get more clarification of this abundant life yeah you know and that's a question i had when i came to christ and okay, look, when I came to Christ, I had, I was making six figures, uh, well over six figures, me mm-hmm. and my wife, we had the great big house, beautiful yard, um, vacationing, you know, right. Yeah. You would think, wow, you live in the good life. Yeah. And I was, however, my mindset wasn't right. Mm. Cause there was strife in my marriage and I hated going to work and I hated coming home. Yeah. And so it's like, you could gain the whole world, the Bible says, but lose your soul. And I was losing that my soul. That is so true. And so that negativity was making me do things. And I would want, I was, a, like I said, a sports guy. So I've always wanted to be healthy, fit, and on top of my game, so to speak, even, you know, as I got older. But I realized that I wasn't eating right. I had negativity in my life. My thought process was wrong. I didn't journal. I didn't meditate. Mm-hmm. And so I started to get sick. I had intestinal problems and I had alopecia. I don't know if you remember, yeah, right? I remember. When I was losing hair, I, I had spots of hair missing. And, and does, man, that messed with my confidence in a physical level. Yeah. You know, I don't, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want people to see me. It was, it was horrible. Um, so when I came to Christ, as a God, here I am. I hear everything about you. People are saying, oh, God is good and this and that. Yeah. And I never gave him a shot. It was like, I didn't believe. I came to a vulnerable point and said, God, well, if you are real, show me. Yeah. And he started to show me. And I did my due diligence as well. You know, mm-hmm. I started to read more. I, I started to want a better life. And Jesus was promising that in the scriptures, right? 
but there was this one thing and now it's coming clear. He was says, um, we all know that he died for our sins and yeah. he went on the cross. You know, those are kind of basics. I knew that even before I accepted Christ. But I remember somewhere in the Bible, he talks about you're going to live a life and a life more abundant. Mm -hmm. Right. And so after coming to Christ for so many years, I was still experiencing and we're all going to experience uh, hardships in life. Right. Yeah. So then I was like, man, God, um, I lost my house. I sold it. I didn't lose it, but I sold it because I couldn't pay because, you know, whatever reasons there was. We all go through stuff. Yeah. So I started questioning and not questioning God, but like asking him as the way a son does to a father. Yeah. And I asked him abundant life. What is this abundant life? You said you're going to give us life and life more abundant. Yes. I've always heard that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was, what does that look like? What is an abundant life? And on the daily thing, I, and it just, it just organically happened. He was showing me mm -hmm. this is an abundant life. Your mindset. Yeah. Get your mind right. And once you get your mind right, do your due diligence. You still have to, um, you know, like if you want to lose weight, just because you have your mind white, right, and you want to lose weight, yeah. it's not going to happen, right? Yeah. You've experienced that. You have to do stuff. You got to do. And so I started to do what I know and started to learn more of what could I do. Yeah. And little by little, I recognized and realized, man, journaling is a things speaking certain things yeah. your mind your thoughts so mm -hmm. your thoughts to the speaking to the writing all work hand in hand and so now i could say i'm living an abundant life yeah you know and somebody on the outside can say how are you living an abundant life you're driving that little tl that's beat up yada yada right mm -hmm. it's abundant life to me because of where i came from yeah you know it's a lot of where i came from to where i am now and do I want a fancier car? New? I want a truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's fine to desire those things, of course. But then there comes wisdom. You know, you gotta you gotta be wise. You can't just yeah. take a leap of faith. I'm gonna get a truck, and you didn't do any planning on <laughs> yeah. budgeting. You know, so yeah. there there's that aspect. Um, but I do believe that God can lay out an abundant life for you, and it's out there according to His will, according to your faith. Yeah, and according to how you. Put action behind yeah. your belief. Of course, that's and so powerful. Very powerful. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of uh, uplifted more so because I came in like nervous yeah. and was like, "What am I gonna say?" It just I, I told you like I'll probably hour. get like ten minutes <laughs> of saying something, and here we are, what forty-five minutes or so later. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely healing for me too. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I know nobody likes to have a thought of unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, I want to know where I'm going like to be in five control. Years. Right. Yeah. Life. We want to be in control. Yeah. We want to know. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I probably preach to my family and, and close friends about, I have a message mm -hmm. and they would be like, yeah, yeah. What's that message? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a message though. I do know Start God, talking. God deposit that thought process in me. It's like, Hey, you have a message you got to share. Yeah. And so I looked at it in a conventional sense, like, Oh man, I'm going to be a preacher. Are you yeah. oh, like, I'm not good getting in front of a crowd and yeah. talking and, but it can come in many forms, in many can, forms. Is, and you know, yeah. So and Jason Dean, I was going back to, I want to go back to Jason Dean, the doctor I was telling you yeah. about, um, he said something 
And it says the only way you're going to do what you're supposed to do to make everything better. And he was talking about it in a political sense and, and what's happening in the world right, right yeah. now. But what I took from that, he was like, you got to do it. Cause that's what he did. He says, I'm a doctor. I, I, my specialty is, you know, chiropractic and health and stuff. Yeah. I don't have no experience in talking and preaching and giving messages and all that. And he's like, but I had something to say and I just got on the mic and I started saying it. Yeah. And I, every day I, I was just consistently wanting to say, and, and he said it grew within me. And then as it grew within him, his followers grew. Mm -hmm. And now he's given messages and it's leading back to, I think he titles something like health, uh, truth and freedom. Yeah. Because when you have those things, you know, you have your health and you have the truth, you know, Christ says the truth shall set you free. There's yeah. freedom now because you have the knowledge now and with knowledge, there's understanding, mm -hmm. right? And with the understanding of the knowledge, now you have wisdom. Wisdom is action, yeah. application, putting it forth of what you know. Definitely. And so when I, he was talking, he was saying that I was like, Oh man, I need to do that. I need to get my message out. And so then I started sharing. We had that dinner with your mom and your yeah. sister. And, and I was like, I got it. There's a message. I don't, I don't know. I got to get yeah. this message out. I don't know how to get it out. And, and it was like, hello. Yeah. Right now in the time we're at, you can of course podcast and I feel you, like you know, me personally, like some of the best stuff comes when I just like let go of my control. I'm like, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm just, yeah, let yeah. it go. And then, and it just happens just comes yeah so I, i'm excited guys um whoever's out there listening and if no one's listening you know it's just as healing for me of course um and this is definitely something that i would love to share with i'm a family man i start with my family and and that's probably another message down the road it starts at home mm -hmm. um definitely it always does but i've looked at things across life and how things happen and i always had a conversation with a good friend of mine i would say hey you know what I believe, man, this generation and we would just, you know, talk silly and, you know, and I would say it starts at home, though. Yeah, it starts at home. You know, there's a lot of broken uh, homes. Yeah, uh, a lot of broken families. And so it's very true. Um, yeah, I'm excited that I'm able to. You know, share this with you and, and I definitely want to share this with with my wife and my kids and anybody who wants to listen. Uh, uh, it's it's a journey for me and I can't wait, you know, to see what's going to pop up next. Yeah, that's so, awesome. I feel like, yeah, we could all use more positivity out there. I feel like this is a great thing to do. All right. So until next time, guys, yeah. uh, let's see what the message is. So I think uh, I'm done for today. I got to get ready for dinner with the family. It's weekend. Uh, so I wish everybody uh, a blessed weekend and uh, you'll hear from me soon. Right on. Talk All to right. y'all later.